Welcome to Adventures in Evaluation Podcast with James Coyle and Kylie Hutchinson. Hi, I'm James Coyle. I'm an internal evaluator in a large regional health authority. And I'm Kylie Hutchinson, and I'm an external evaluator. And together, we make Adventures in Evaluation. Hey, James, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I had to turn on the air conditioning for the first time this year. It's actually hot. Wow. That's why they call it climate climate change, right? Well, you know, it's Kelowna. It's a desert, so it's nice and warm. Yeah. Hey, we have a special guest this week. Yes. Talking about bringing up the temperatures is going to be <laughs> hot soon in Toronto because we got a big event coming up. We do. And to, we thought we would bring in uh, Dana Albert and her colleague, uh, Dawn, who will be coming in later on, to talk to us about the upcoming Canadian Evaluation Society Conference in Toronto this summer. So, Dana Albert, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. So, Dana, do you want to just um, talk a little bit about who you are and what you're doing for the conference? Absolutely. Thank you. Well, I have uh, volunteered to chair the workshop committee of the CES 2013 conference that will be held in Toronto this June. So uh, it was a really fun job. I got to look into all of the feedback that we have received from past conference participants about what they wanted to see with respect to future workshops, did a lot of research, and um, I think we've put together some really exciting workshops. You know, that that's great to hear, Dana, and I know you and I had talked uh, when you were first starting to research all of this, and I was really impressed by the really comprehensive research that you were doing on this. You weren't just kind of saying, can we have some workshop, please, and taking what kind of dumped on your desk, but you actually did a lot of background digging and what 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 kind of things were you finding out? Well, I there are a couple of things that really stood out for me. One, uh, through the past surveys that I'd looked at, it was really evident that our participants wanted to have more advanced level workshops. They felt that there were just too many kind of beginner level workshops and we always need those. So we put out a, a big call for more intermediate and advanced level workshops and we got that. So that's very exciting. The other thing that I noticed was that people wanted to have a greater variety of workshops. They didn't want to have just the same old, you know, basic logic model and basic quantitative. They wanted to have a a variety of new things and we specifically went out and looked for you know what was hot what was new as well as some of the standard basics that um, you always need to have so you're piquing my appetite I, I gotta know so what's on the list what's new and hot you know since I think you're right uh, we want to move uh, beyond the kind of uh, you know, sessions we've already been to, the regular conference is great, but a workshop really allows you to get into something meatier. So what's on the list? Well, I'm glad you asked, James. I have to tell you, I'm so excited about this list. I actually want to go to every single one of these workshops, and there's 22 of them <laughs> for one day. So that's going to be a bit of a challenge. But just to give you a bit of an overview, we have right now eight full-day workshops, we have seven morning workshops and seven afternoon workshops. 
So there's a huge amount of choice. That's like a total of 22 workshops. Um, Of those, five of them are beginner level workshops. And by beginner level, it just means that you don't really need to have much in the way of background to attend the workshop. Right, right. We have 12 intermediate level workshops. Mm -hmm. And we have five advanced level workshops. Great. Well, what are some of the ones that are in the beginner? I would guess there's probably, well, logic models. I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Surprise, no. The logic model workshop is actually advanced. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So there's advanced approaches to evaluation frameworks. That's being given by the the dynamic duo of Gautier and Roy. Right. um, Constants that are workshops, but always highly evaluated workshop facilitators. So that's in the advanced? Yes. What actually. else is it? Well, let's let's start there then. What's what else is in the advanced? Well, um, there are a couple of different workshops I was wanting to highlight for you. So uh, let me just pull them out. I hadn't really looked at them in that particular order, but here's one: lessons from the practice of using culture-based approaches in First Nation settings. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure a lot of your listeners know Andrea L.K. Johnson, mm-hmm. who's a, an Aboriginal uh, herself, as well as the CEO of Johnston Research. I took her workshop on the Wawayea evaluation tool a couple of years ago at CES. Oh, I did that too. I did it did, at and, a, AEA. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really great. And the reason I took it is because I was... Um, side uh, swiped one day when I was giving just a very brief evaluation presentation by two gentlemen uh, from Northern Ontario Aboriginals who really took um, took a big bite out of me, I guess, about the standard approach to evaluation and how it didn't speak to our Aboriginal communities. And I had a chat with them afterwards and really got the bug into wanting to understand more about cultural approaches to evaluation. So that's why I signed up for Andrea's workshop. Mm-hmm. And she's given her basic uh, Wawayeya, uh workshop many, many times, and it's excellent. But this year, she's doing an advanced level workshop. So this is really geared at people who've had some experience working with um, culture-based evaluation, specifically in the Aboriginal community, and want to take it further. So in their workshop, um, in in her workshop, she's going to review the culture-based evaluation success story. She's going to look at experience and lessons learned from the field, as well as some of the reports they've used, where they've used cultural knowledge and technological evaluation tools, and discuss how these methods could help enhance your own reports. They're also going to be looking at culturally focused facilitation methods, such as open space, photo visualization, group discussion, wax modeling, breathing techniques, etc. And discussing how to overcome any difficulties you experience with valuation communities in Aboriginal settings. Oh, that sounds great. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you've piqued my interest with that one. So what else do you have? Well, uh, let's see. This is something I'm really interested in. Web, Web analytic toolkit for evaluators. Do you have much experience in web analytics? So is that, when you say web analytics, is that uh, collecting data and information on the 
uh, traffic to your website and it using that to make inferences or absolutely uh, being able to in- incorporate web and social media data into monitoring and evaluation work I just got off the phone with someone talking exactly about that issue we've launched uh, we'll talk about this some other time Kylie and I um, uh, a mentorship matching software and that's a big piece of what we need to know because the program really is all virtual isn't it yeah absolutely you know I did an evaluation of a kind of a website a whole social media intervention about three or four years ago and um, it was actually during the CES conference in Victoria because I remember I was I was working on the final report <laughs> at the same mm-hmm. time as being at the conference there was so many different tools out there for, for analytical tools out there that I felt like Alice falling down the hole <laughs> because I just I didn't know which ones were good which ones weren't there was no kind of standard and I I could have used this workshop for sure three years ago so that sounds really interesting is that a full day or half day it's a full day workshop and you have an expert well there's two uh, facil- facilitators so you get two for one uh, Brian Kugelman has an extensive career in social mobilization digital engagement and program evaluation and he actually obtained his PhD in online social marketing with the Statistical Cybermetrics Research Group. So wow. he's really not knowledgeable. That's great. And then Marla Steinberg, a colleague of both of ours, That's right. um, will be facilitating this workshop as well. That's great. Marla's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's next then? These are, these are great. Well, um, something that's always near and dear to my heart is evaluation capacity building. So we have a morning or a half-day session at the intermediate level called Building Evaluation Capacity and Culture. And this is being given jointly by uh, Dr. Karine Chater and Dr. Nancy Carter out of Nova Scotia. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we covered it, but so um, are all the workshops before the main conference? Are they happening before and after? I think it's just, did you say it was just one day? Yes, they're all before the conference this year. So they're pre-conference workshops. So you're not all burnt out. You're just getting ready. You're showing up in town. (laughs) You're fresh. Absolutely. You're fresh. (laughs) So learning will be optimal. Yeah, so Sunday, May, uh, sorry, June 9th. And it's being held at the Fairmont Royal York Hotel, which is, you know, one of those beautiful old hotels. About a 10-minute walk from the lakefront. Oh, great location. Absolutely. You know, June in Toronto is a beautiful month. And uh, it would be great if people could have the chance to walk down to the lakefront, take a ferry to the islands, Mm -hmm. rent bicycles. I mean, there's so much to do. But just in the time that we have left, um, probably have time for about one more, Dana. Is there is there any other one that really kind of excites you that's coming Well, up? actually, there's three others. Okay. <laughs> so maybe I can touch on them briefly. Sure, quickly. And I'm glad you mentioned Stephanie Evergreen because I did want to highlight the fact that this year at CES 2013, we've attracted some really big names in evaluation to come and give workshops. And um, one of them is David Fetterman. And I've um, heard him speak at AEA uh, in the past, and he's a great presenter. He's such a friendly guy. He's so open, and he really makes people feel um, included and heard. 
And so he's really enjoyable. So he's giving his uh, empowerment evaluation workshop. Empowerment evaluation is something that he coined and that he has developed over the years. So that's a beginner level workshop, a full day workshop. And he's also participating in our Meet the Author networking and book signing event that we're oh. holding on Monday, the Monday, June 10th over the lunch hour period. So that maybe allows me to segue briefly into telling you a little bit about that event, sure, if you'd like to hear. Go ahead. So on your lunch hour, which is currently open on the Monday, unlike Tuesday, which is um, the awards luncheon, Monday no one has anything to do. So they can now drop by at any time between noon and 1.30 to the, this networking event. And we're going to be having uh, people such as with recent books out such as Gail Barrington, Jane Davidson, Stephanie Evergreen has a new book coming out in the fall, Hallie Preskill has her books, and Robert Schwartz will all be available. You can schmooze with them, you can chat with them, you can buy their books at 30% off, and they'll even sign a book plate for you. So that's going to be a really fun event, and we're encouraging people to just come on by and um, you can even pick up, a, a, um, we're going to be giving out um, little raffle tickets so that you could win a prize, a, a book as well. Yeah. That's sweet. I'd also like to tell you about uh, a workshop being given by Dr. Valentin Gandhi, whom, Kali, understand you met while you were in Africa. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> What are the chances? He's in Lusaka, of all places where I was. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's, uh, uh, you know, I, I only met him a couple of times, but um, uh, he he's he's kind of like this international citizen of the world. He's lived and worked all over the world. He's extremely um, well-versed in evaluation and in an international development context. And, uh, yeah, very, very interested to hear what he's presenting on. And he's the founder of the Development Cafe, which is um, a social networking group for people working in development evaluation. So his workshop is a full-day intermediate-level workshop, and it's called Using Innovative ICT Tools, and ICT stands for Information and Communication Technologies, for Effective Evaluation of so Social Impact, Case Studies from Africa, and Live Demonstration. And then the one that... Uh, Kylie was really wishing she could go to Jane Davidson. Mm. She's coming all the way up from New Zealand, Auckland, New Zealand. And every year she goes to AEA, she's a huge hit, and her workshops sell out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And this year, for us, she's doing a full-day workshop on causal inference for qualitative and mixed methods. And this workshop will demonstrate eight practical, common-sense strategies to build an evidence base for, for causal contribution. Mm. So mm -hmm. that's that's a not to be missed also. Jane's an amazing presenter. You know, she's just extremely engaging. And um, so, yeah, I would highly recommend that workshop for to people. So that's only, I think I we only talked about six or eight. And there's <laughs> so many more. So anything else before we uh, we move on to find out more about the, uh, the actual conference? That's everything. I, I'd be happy to share the workshop uh, information that you can put on your website and look forward to meeting everyone in June at CES 2013 in Toronto. Great. Dana, thank you so much for spending time with us. I really appreciate it.
now we've got um, we've been able to get Don Campbell Borland here uh, to join the call as well. As well, Don, you've been traveling for a while, so I'm glad that we were able to get you at the last minute. And um, Don, did you just want to explain a little bit about yourself and, and what your involvement with the conference is? Uh, hi, Kylie. Yes, actually, uh, I'm um, the program chair for this year's uh, 2013 national meeting. I um, I'm a member of the Ontario Board, and as a volunteer with the board, uh, Shirley had asked me if I, Shirley Von Sikowski, who is our, our uh, conference chair, had asked me if I'd like to get involved and uh, thrilled uh, to be included in this year's team. That's great, and and I think it's interesting to note that you are a volunteer, that everybody involved with organizing the conference, they're all volunteers, aren't they? Indeed, they are, Kylie. And, um, you know, I think it's, um, you know, certainly that that comes with challenges, but it's also a great, a great way to bring our Canadian community as volunteers, you know, and certainly we're working across different sectors, um, evaluators, practitioners, researchers. And so I think it brings um, certainly um, it's, it's, you know, as volunteers, uh, um, we're donating our time and our energy, but I think it brings a certain uh, really interesting dynamic uh, to conference planning because we're really representing the work that evaluators do in our communities. Absolutely. So what have we got to look forward to this year at this year's conference? Well, actually this year um, we, uh, We've got a lot to look forward to. We, we've tried to not exactly shake up the conference program, uh, but really add a little bit of a twist to it uh, to make sure that it's really reflecting the evolving nature of evaluation practice. Uh, if you've been on the conference website, you would have seen that we've got a great slate of keynotes and they're really bookending our conference in a terrific way. So uh, we've got uh, ha Hallie Preskill who'll be joining us on day one as the opening keynote. And what we asked um, Hallie to do was really just shake it up a little bit for us, be a bit controversial. So we're really looking forward to her opening remarks and to setting the stage. Um, George Roeder, Engineers Without Borders, is going to take the stage on day two. Um, and so together with a really fantastic mix of, of papers that our community are presenting, uh, we expect that Hallie and then George, um, who's going to talk about what evaluation is like in Africa, is really going to provide a, a provocative and exciting two days. Um, on day three, um, again, thinking about how we deliver a conference format and structure that reflects our theme, we're going to be using that time to bring the threads of the first two conference days together. Um, and uh, John Gargani and Sanjeev Sitaran from Toronto, um, who many of you um, likely know, will be uh, bringing it home. And uh, we hope that both through the, the really stimulating kinds of talks that people have got prepared across lots of um, very interesting uh, topic areas, together with our keynotes uh, and the way in which we've, we've structured the conference, uh, expect that it'll be uh, lots of fun Mm -hmm. uh, very stimulating and uh, and uh, informative. You know, it's the first time I can hear a relationship between the keynotes and some of what you're talking about, or the rather the theme of the conference, <laughs> here, which is here. <laughs> evaluation across boundaries. Um, was there a lot of thought put into trying to have a relationship between the theme and and you know the keynotes and and what you want people to present? Absolutely, 
Um, I think this was uh, when we started our original planning and really were thinking about what was uh, what was topical for evaluators and our evaluation community. Where are we seeing the challenges? Uh, what does across boundaries mean? And we really looked at that broadly, you know, mm -hmm. methodological, geographic, right, uh, etc. And so we wanted to really ground the meeting in in those questions about what does this mean for us? How do we have a conversation about uh, what it means to do this work now, and what does that look like in the years ahead? And so. Um, our, our keynotes really have, I think, um, bring that perspective. And uh, so, yeah, it was purposeful, James, absolutely, to but bottom line. So, Don, I want, I want to ask you, I know that a lot of people listening right now, they may be working for an organization with budget cutbacks and there's no money for uh, travel or professional development or they may be self-employed people like myself kind of questioning, ooh, you know, do I have the money? Should I spend the money to go to Toronto this year? What, what, what are some of your arguments to kind of help push those, help those people make a decision? Well, you know, I mean, it is a, a, a question, right? When we're um, when funding uh, constraints are everywhere, uh, and we're being asked to defend um, our decisions around where we want to be spending our professional development dollars, I would say that um, this is a really unique opportunity for uh, those practicing and re and um, evaluation, and and more broadly. As we think about not just um, those who might be focused in evaluation, but allied folks as well, it's an opportunity to obviously to learn and benefit from the work of your peers. Um, but it's a bit of a pause in our day. I think we've all experienced our work life is becoming increasingly busy. There's lots of information at our fingertips. Uh, but sometimes what we need is that opportunity to reflect and synthesize and just talk with our colleagues and peers about where are our challenges? How do we move this practice forward? Where do we make sense in the work we're doing um, given the convergence of, of, of different disciplines? So I think this is both an opportunity for, for learning and professional growth, but it's a bit more than that actually. And I think it's an opportunity when there are so few of them to, to have a little bit of a pause in our professional life and 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 just to, to 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 reflect and think about what our practice what are we doing in our individual practice and what does that mean for the communities we serve yeah well i mean the, the other benefit too i think it's it's sometimes easier if it's in a central location like toronto with where you know you've got all the infrastructure it's a city obviously used to having conferences like this but it's a little bit closer um for you know a lot of members i mean i'm i, I would have to come all the way from bc but it's perhaps a little bit easier than if you're putting out, you know, the conference on one end or the other end of Canada, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, I mean, it's great that it's in Toronto. I mean, I think some folks who are out west may may uh, bemoan that. But, you know, you're right, James. I mean, it, it does in some respects make it um, a little easier sometimes. I mean, uh, all roads, <laughs> I think. That, uh, but it's easy to get a flight. And uh, hopefully you're right that yeah. from a practical perspective, it, it yeah, it, it's a little simpler. Wanted to get your advice on new attendees to the conference. So there's, you know, uh, we've all been there the first time we go to a conference, I mean, we don't know what to expect, how to prepare, how to manage our energy and time in the day. Any, any tips uh, for folks that have never been to this conference? Pace yourself. 
<laughs> we hear that a lot. How, does, how, how do you pace yourself or, or how do you go about doing that? Well, I think, uh, I think, yeah, that it's a, I would say, uh, yeah, there's going to be lots to, to see and, 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 uh, and participate in for sure. Uh, you know, I, I think it's maybe a little bit of divide and conquer. Uh, you know, what are the, the main things that you want to get out of it? Uh, and, and, and do a little planning, I would say, look at the program, um, you know, think about things that are most meaningful to you. Um, and you can't do everything, right. uh, but you know, and so to focus on those things that are, you really think that are going to, that are going to get you the traction, um, that, that you're looking for, um, and then rely on your peers and colleagues. Um, uh, there's going to be lots of opportunity for sharing, uh, and, 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 you know, discussion. So maybe it's a bit of, like I said, divide and conquer where you can also, uh, use your colleagues to, to report back and, and, uh, you know, maybe over a glass of wine at the end of the day, uh, share your experiences. Don, um, we've heard about the great lineup of workshop presenters and also the keynote speakers. What are the kind of highlights are there that, uh, people would want to know about? Uh, yeah, great keynotes and and highlights. I think one of the really fun things that we're uh, we're doing on day two, uh, Tuesday, June eleventh, is there's an opportunity to participate in an experiential activity with uh, the Pathways to Education program at Regent Park in Toronto. Uh, so that was a really great opportunity that one of uh, um, our, our uh, our uh, volunteers brought to us um, and it's a terrific opportunity for folks to get grounded in a really um, great evaluation story um, and to hear about what that means for folks who are part of that program so it's results focused a little bit of a think tank but really grounded in real life um, evaluation and the, the story of those kids who took part in that pathways program so that's kind of a a, a really fun and interesting way to, to bring evaluation to life in the Toronto context. Uh, in terms of papers and presentations, really it runs the gamut, Kylie. We have uh, Steve Montague and his team uh, doing a great um, piece of work uh, on uh, policy evaluation and some really interesting methodological um, work they've been doing. There's going to be uh, lots that's interesting there. Steve is great. Yeah. Yeah. He he's is. also, he's also, what people might not know is Steve Montague is a fabulous cartoonist as well. I did um, not know that. He's a fabulous. Yeah. But he's a very, very fun guy. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's great. Um, Martha McGuire and uh, folks from um, Right to Play and MasterCard Foundation are getting together to do a fireside chat on um, developmental evaluation uh, and uh, the links to of the work of Aval partners that you might that folks might know about um, in the UNICEF uh, and and that work that's been going on and that's going to be a really really interesting segment uh, talking about uh, capacity building uh, primarily in Africa. Uh, so um, on that, uh, Keiko um, Kuji Shikatani, many of um, folks would know from um, the National uh, Board of Canadian Evaluation Society, uh, is going to be doing a great talk with folks in the education sector. So they're talking a lot about uh, performance, uh, 
accountability metrics, um, evaluation in the education community. And that's going to be, again, a bit of a panel think tank opportunity for folks to come together and, and talk about those challenges and the opportunities in that sector. Mm. So those are sort of some examples. Does that give you a, a flavor? Yeah, I wanted to ask about um, another one you've got there, speed mentoring for new practitioners and students. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. Thanks for bringing that one up. You know, I think it's part of our responsibility as maybe more experienced folks in the, in the field to, to think about how we bring along um, our, our new practitioners. And so the student new practitioner group uh, we wanted to make sure we were including them in a way that that made sense, and they actually suggested that you know how could we um, connect more actively with all the great uh, folks who are going to be at the meeting. So we've got a number of uh, presenters and uh, participants at the meeting who are going to be coming together uh, to talk to our students and new practitioners about their experiences. How did they, how did they um, what kind of a career path did they have? How did they get into the field? What are some of the challenges that they right. uh, underwent? So that's a, it's a really fun, again, uh, way uh, for folks to get exposure to the broader network of, of their colleagues and to learn from each other. Great, sounds fun. It will be, yeah. I wanted to ask about logistics, things like uh, what are the hotel options and what is the availability like um, at, at those options and things like that. We encourage uh, folks to use the conference uh, web, the conference website. There's some options there. The Royal York uh, is the conference location, and um, if you can stay at the Royal York, there's a, a conference rate available to you. If that doesn't work. Uh, there are other, lots of other options in Toronto. The Royal York, as um, many folks know, is right across from the Union Station. Uh, but around um, that whole area, there's a Hilton and a Sheraton. There's bed and breakfasts if, if um, folks want to go down that road. Um, and those, I think all of those options, Kylie, are good. But if you can, for sure, stay at the Royal York and, uh, and, and you know, participate as fully as you can in all the aspects of the meeting. So, you know, when I, apparently my mother tells me when I was a small child, they took me into the lobby of the Royal York and I looked around and gasped and said, when I'm a grown up lady, I want to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it does have a very, um, you know, that sort of CP rail sort of, there's that element of tradition, which is uh, really appealing, but it's, you know, it's still, um, it's, uh, still easy enough to get around and, and friendly enough that I think it's it's actually a, a terrific con conference venue. And then, you know, lots of restaurants, uh, other things to do in Toronto, you know, just to get out and hopefully our weather will be lovely and warm. Sit on a patio somewhere with your friends and um, mm -hmm. old and new. Uh, always fun. So I also just see uh, last night uh, on Twitter that um, the early bird deadline for the CES 2013 conference has been extended. To May 17th. Uh, so we'll want to get this podcast out early and encourage everybody to register. Absolutely. That extra week hopefully will make a difference and encourage folks to, to get those registrations in and uh, their plans made. Great. Thanks, Don. This, uh, this has been really great. Appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Well, thank you uh, uh, to both of you, James and Kylie. It was a pleasure and I look forward to seeing you both in June. Yeah, we'll be there. 
So, Mr. Coyle, do you yes. want to do the wrap-up? You bet. So for anybody who's interested, we'd love to hear from you. We'd like to hear your advice, your requests, your protests, particularly for Kylie. Um, <laughs> please feel free to contact us on our website, adventuresinevaluation.podbean.com, or you can email us directly at adventuresinevaluationpodcast at gmail.com. So, everybody, thanks again for uh, recording today's podcast, and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.